Hello and welcome to today's episode of Youth and Emotion. Today I'm going to be talking about stress and mental health. Before I start talking about stress and mental health, I want to ask a question. What does Simon Biles, Naomi Osaka and Michael Phelps have in common? Yes, they are world-class athletes and exceptional individuals in their field of endeavor. But however, there also are three outstanding athletes of their generation who despite rigorous training, resiliency, doggedness and success, experienced negative impact to their mental health. I mean, the most recent one was Simone Biles pulling out of the Olympics. And when she was asked why she had to pull out, she said, and I quote, I have to put my pride aside. I have to do what's right for me and focus on my mental health and not jeopardize my health and well-being. That's why I decided to take a step back. Also, on one of his interviews, Michael Phelps said, and I quote, For those who are struggling with mental health, know you are not alone. There are days where I want to curl up in a bowl and sit in a corner, but it's just taking a little step forward, taking a deep breath, from time to time, it really helps. Also, when Naomi Osaka pulled out from a tournament, one of the things he, she said was this, and I quote, In any other line of work, you will be forgiven for taking a personal day here and there, so long as it's not habitual. You wouldn't have to divulge your most personal symptoms to your employer. I felt under great amount of pressure to disclose my symptoms, frankly, because the press and the tournament did not believe me." End of quote. And so today, I decided to talk about stress and mental health because we do know that stress is good. We perform well under stress, generally as human beings, but there comes a time where the stress becomes too much that it affects our mental health. So how do we know when the stress is too much? I will give an example using some ordinary things we know. There's a phrase called tensile strength. And what is tensile strength? It the tensile strength is defined as when an amount of load or stress that can be handled by material before it stretches and breaks. So when you have a material and you apply so much stress on it, it will carry that load or stress. But there comes a time where you apply so much load and that material breaks or crumbles. Another example I will use is what we call elastic limit. Now when you get a piece of string, elastic string and you pull it, if you pull it apart and let it go, it will come back to its original position. But also if you carry on pulling an elastic string and you carry on pulling it, there comes a time where you pull it beyond a point where if you let it go, it will not return to its original form. In other words, you've gone beyond its elastic limit. And so this is how it is with stress and mental health. Stress in a limited, controlled way is good. It makes us to get going. It makes us to, to, to strive to compete to be better. But the truth is that you, you experience a stress at a point where it goes beyond what you can bear. And when it goes beyond that, or beyond what I call an elastic limit, then it becomes a problem. And this is where it will now start affecting people's mental health. 
And so the story, stories of Simon Biles and Naomi Osaka and Michael Phelps and so many other athletes is an, an indication that even though stress and pressure is good in sports and in life generally, there comes a time where this stress can affect our mental health. There comes a time where it goes beyond what we can bear. The thing is, it's unfortunate that these top athletes had to wait or they had to strive, they had to suffer for months and years to a point where they cannot bear it anymore and they are now speaking out. But the question we really need to ask ourselves is, do we really have to wait this long before something needs to be done? Do we really have to wait until they start pulling out of competitions or until they start having issues with their mental health before we start dealing with mental health, stress, and too much pressure? I don't think so. I think we need to start early to look at what can we do to reduce stress and to reduce too much pressure that negatively impact on mental health. I don't think we should be doing what I call fire service approach. In other words, when a fire breaks out, you call the fire engine to come and put it out. But all the while, we, we can see, if you can see that something can trigger a fire outbreak, the first thing to do is to do something about it. Put on a sprinkler in the house, do things that can prevent fire, rather than wait for a fire to break out before you start. By then, damages have been caused. And this is the way I look at mental health. Do you wait for people to start suffering, for mental health or people to begin to be affected negatively, or for people to start pulling out of tournaments before things are done. So the question is, what should we do? How do we tackle mental health? How do we tackle stress and mental health so that it doesn't, stress doesn't go beyond the limit at which it becomes an issue with mental health? And it's understanding that stress doesn't just happen from nowhere, it doesn't just appear at old age or in competition or just from the blues. It starts gradually. And what we need to be asking ourselves, what are we doing? Is there anything that is being done early in age, from primary school to secondary school or in our working environment? What efforts are being made to look at how to support people during stressful period? You know, a recent survey was done among young people between 18 years and 24. And what they found out is that 60% of these young people have felt so stressed and pressured to succeed they have become overwhelmed and unable to cope. So the question is, what, how can be, this be prevented? What can be done early in life so that people can manage stress better? And I think it's all about understanding from everybody. See, when a, a baby is born and a child is crying in distress, you don't leave a child to keep crying. It's either they're hungry or they need changing. When a baby starts crying uncontrollably, it's, it's a sign that something is not right. And, and it's, thankfully, we have that way of knowing that a baby is, is not feeling well. You see, but when somebody has grown up and there are no more babies anymore, they're, they're not going to be crying when something is going on. They will bottle it inside. So it's for us to start looking at the signs of stress, too much stress, signs of pressure too much pressure because this stress and pressure goes on all the time it does not once you come out into this world 
as you progress in life there is so much pressure and stress the question is when when is it a useful stress and when does it become a stress that's beyond what a human being can cope with that can now lead to mental health i mean a lot of young people in schools the first pressure to use alcohol or to smoke cigarettes or to use too much drugs i'm talking of alcohol and drugs if you haven't listened to my last episode of alcohol and drugs i'm sure you will enjoy listening to that and to see the effect of drug and alcohol on real life people and what what transpired um, between two people who were faced with pressure to take alcohol and drugs and so, like I said, there are so many pressures in, 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 in life, in, in schools, um, in primary schools, in secondary school, pressure to look well, pressure to meet the expectations. And sometimes the pressure and stress, it could be from parents, it could be from, it could be peer pressure. And it's knowing how to deal with this stress, being open to talk about it, and for all of us to understand that pressure and stress to a limited extent is good. But when it goes beyond what I call a limit, then it becomes an issue because it does affect our mental health. One of the things that has been talked about so many times is how do we start teaching mental health in schools? And a lot of young people have said that they would love to be taught about mental health, how to look after their mental health right from primary school. And so I'm not sure how many schools have curriculum where they teach young people about stress, about mental health, about how to look after their mental health, about how to open up and who to open up when they are dealing with mental health. And also to understand that it's not, it's okay to talk about mental health. It's okay to open up and express themselves when they are feeling too much pressure that is affecting their mental health. And I believe that if we start early to talk about mental health and the effect of pressure and stress on mental health, it will help those everybody to understand that it's something that we should all talk about and deal with and not wait for when people have gone into their workplaces or gone into their lives and things become too much that they can bear it. Because when people are facing so much press, pressure and stress in their lives, eventually it will can lead to something like depression and anxiety and it can lead to suicidal attempts but if we start early to teach them in primary school and in secondary school and and begin to highlight the importance of mental health i believe that people will begin to accept and understand that it's something to be talked about it's something to be dealt with rather than wait before it gets too bad or rather than wait before it requires people taking drastic actions to combat it. So let's look out for ourselves. Let's all come together and, and know that the issue of mental health is something that one is real. The issue of stress and pressure to succeed or to do well or to belong is something that is real and present. And also let's work together different institutions, different organizations, families to look out for how to help people who are going through stress and to watch out for signs. Sometimes people are withdrawn. When people get become so stressed, they get withdrawn. And if we know the signs of stress and signs of too much pressure, it puts us in a better position to help those who are going through stress 
and through different kinds of um, mental health issues. I mean, when, when some study was done, there are a few things that was found out that young people feel stressed and pressured about. One study was done among young people and they found out that up to 47% of the young people that was interviewed felt stressed to look good. Their body image and appearance put them under so much stress. Also, another 57% of the young people that were interviewed feel stressed because they fear making mistakes in their life. And 39% of these people also have experienced suicidal feelings because of stress they are going through. And so you can see that gradually there is, there seems to be a gradual deterioration of mental health. The higher and the, cons- the, the cons- consistently when people go to stress, initially they might be withdrawn. The next thing is that they, they f- become anxious. They become withdrawn and they won't want to interact. They will want to remove themselves from everybody. Then gradually some become depressed and they become suicidal. And so if we begin to understand the signs and the triggers of anxiety and stress and and begin to understand how we can help these people to manage this better, then it will be the society will be a better place. People can now grow up and do well in their places of work or in their sports and not be so in so much pressure and know when to stop. And I, like I said, I believe that workplace, workplaces, institutions should have support for their employees. This is something that is getting better now, but there is still so much room for improvement because a lot of organizations and employers, they haven't taken so much, make, made so much effort to support people um, with, with support their employees to know how to look after their mental health. There sh- every institutions Every organization should have mental health experts who will look after the employees, who will make sure that the employees are not going through too much stress, who will know when to ask an employee to, to stop and take a day off and so that they don't feel pressure, they don't, they don't feel the need to come back to carry on working when they needed to take a break from work. Because at the end of the day, if people's mental health are taken care of, their productivity will improve and the working environment becomes a bit, a, a good place to, to work and a good place to interact and to do well. So I believe every institution, the schools, the employee, employers and everybody needs to actually look at how much stress is being put on their employees and also on the students and know how to deal with it. Thank you guys. If you have any experience of um, stress and pressure at work or if you have anything you want to contribute or if you have any experiences you want to share, I would love to hear from you. Thank you once again and I will be with you guys soon. Take care and goodbye.